Hi, everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son on Booking the Territory podcast. Who <laughs> messy this is professional wrestler Jimmy Vine, the Boogie Wicker Man. Tell my people, my brothers and sisters, don't you dare, don't you dare miss Booking the Territory. Oh, yeah. This is a one man gang. You're listening to Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> Everyone to this week's episode of Booking the Territory, the unprofessional wrestling podcast. But today, we're talking NWA Saturday Night on TBS from April the 15th, 1989. We are now two weeks removed from Techwood Drive. I'm sitting here with Doc. We're waiting on Hardbody Hopper to join us. What's new? The irony is, Hopper texted us earlier. Let's start early. The man who wanted to start early is not here, though. Doc, how are you? Silva would have been here. So, hey, I, wonder, I drove over to Techwood Drive to, earlier this week and just sat there in the dust and cried because I miss it. You know, Silva and I did a live stream. It'd be a week and a half ago now from this dropping, almost two weeks actually. Yeah, um, you, you're aware of that, right? And I heard something about it. You heard something about it. Huh? <laughs> I got a soundbite I'm going to play later in this show because it's uh, this episode is it's kind of short by Saturday night standards. We're in the 44-minute uh, range uh, this week. I'm just going to say this. You you guys need to stop clowning on Harper. <laughs> You're the main one. Talking about he's late. Ta- I wasn't even there. That's different. There's a difference between making fun of a man's sexual style and being upset for somebody for not being punctual. I don't even know how, I don't even know what the discussion was, but it was, it was wonderful. It was great. Us hey, about um, how... I know this is a little bit time bound, but uh, it is timely for me. I am happy to see that, that sports still knows how to um, book the territory and, and, and provide a work inside the bubble as in, and outside. Nobody gives a flying piss what you're talking about right now related to the Mavericks. My little Dallas by the Mavericks. Time, by my the time Dallas this dropped, Mavericks. the Mavericks would have been booted from the playoffs. And that was that. There's going to be 30 other works happen before that one or after that one. But this one touched me where I didn't want it to. If well, somebody handed me a, an NBA ref, I could show you on the doll where they touched me. Okay. Well, all right. Man, uh, I got to tell you, you know, we always talk about at the beginning how how perilous this show is. You know, we really do need Harper to show up because, you know, you and I are tired, aren't we? Bruh. We're tuckered. I'm T-Rex tuckered out, man. I ain't trying to play no sob story, but the last two nights have not been fun nights for, for me at all. 
Is that because Ace. is that because you didn't listen when the WWE said don't try this stuff at home and you were a indie play wrestler and now you're in pain all the time? No, what happened was on Sunday night the freaking AC kicked off in the house and oh by the way it was only 104 that day. That's da- that's dangerous, dude. And people need to understand that in this part of the world people die from that shit. That was one thing and then the next night, the very next night that followed. So you gotta you gotta understand, like the, the the technician comes out, they fix it, it's not really a major thing, the reason it broke, and it's working, it's pumping out cool air. So that whole day I'm thinking, man, all right, just get through the work day, get through the first day of school with the kids, and you can lay down about as early as possible, get you some rest. And then I have some stomach issues that I'd rather not talk about <laughs> hit me. Somebody's that, got a that case night, of bubblies. Uh, it was worse than the bubblies. But anyway, so then I'm up another night and I'm at work today just miserable. But I'm not here to complain. I'm here to thank our largest patron contributors, monthly disrespectfully classy, Marky Blassie, Kyle Riley, Mike Childer, Joe Ice. Thank you for your support. Thank you for being the sponsors of this show. And I guess I'm here to also then throw it over to Doc to see what kind of spotlights he's got this week. Spotlights? What's that? Okay. Five star review, spotlights, what you got? Oh, okay. By the uh, way, five minutes late, Mr. Paperwork, who wanted to start early, is still not here. Just putting that out before you get started. Um, so we have a somebody who tweeted uh he's JBL Objective. Oh yeah, he's a patron. Good guy. Okay, Brian Brian L. Good kid, yes. He's got, he's got the pit good kid. Good kid. Put a ring on her finger, and then you can do whatever you want. He's um, got the picture of uh, Ted Knight from the uh, from Caddyshack on his, as his little avatar there, and uh, he texted out. So the lady—that's the difference between our patrons and our regular members. The patrons have ladies. So the lady mentioned tonight she needed to buy something off of Amazon. I took Doc's advice, rolled over to the computer, and typed in tinyurl.com slash bttamazon for her. Gotta support the home team. Hey, man. That's directly putting money into the account. So you know you're going to get a spotlight when you can draw that kind of straight line. Can we we run an audit on the Amazon account and see if... um, he really did that? Well, I can't see people's no. names and who purchases what. Oh. Um, yeah. Well, so, thanks for not telling us that. what you bought, because we really don't care. That's um, nice. He took well, their advice, that, though. There shows that, it, well, I wonder how he grabbed her. I don't like, know if he, he grabbed He did didn't he say he grabbed her. Like a bowling her, ball. He said, he said, I took Doc's advice. I rolled over to the computer and typed it in for her. He didn't. There and I hate grabbing. Well, and I hate to be this guy, but he said he needed to buy something off of Amazon, and okay. off of, no, off of is not, this. off of is not the grammar we want to see. Okay, but you're an I'll asshole. I'm, I'm it. Hopper in. I'll overlook it because of the great work that that Brian has done here. Brian L. Is that Brian last? No. Doesn't he have his own Amazon thing? 
But Hard Body Hopper is is now in the well, house. Well, well, well. Hi. Uh, we're going to have to get you up to speed on some bullshit going on in the BTT world here in a minute. Yeah, like what? You're getting clowned. You didn't even know it. <laughs> All right. I've been trying to defend you, but you you need to get in here and defend yourself here in a second. Get through the five stars, and then I'll play it for him. Okay. So we had a couple of five-star reviews. Thanks again, Brian. We appreciate you helping us out with the Amazon link. The Amazon link, again, once again, doesn't cost you anything. You just buy what you would normally buy you put in that tiny url gimmick and uh we watch the fractions of a penny come rolling on in literally fractions of a penny <laughs> well what the fuck? I mean, you get, how's it work you get a percentage of what yeah, you get but i mean you've yeah. seen jeff bezos's bezos's uh yacht you think he's given us a significant cut yeah you get i mean a... we'll just be We'll be happy for the scraps that we get, you know? Come on, Mike, get a hold of this. It's, you're you're a fucking nickel state graduate. Fucking act like it. It's a show very, up to his very small show up to percentage. his yacht and book his territory. Okay. All Continue right, so with the five a, stars. Yeah, we got a couple of five star reviews I want to read them. One of them is from a fairly new listener, but uh a definitely somebody who's made an impression in a short time in the army. Uh Mikey and DFW. Um New. He's been with us for like a year and a half, right? That's long enough. Yeah, that's not new. I mean, now you act like you signed up last week. Well, compared to like some of the other people that have been here for like five years, is this still our birthday month? Um, it's our birthday year. Oh, <laughs> all right. Well, you know, you got some woman out there who says that. Yeah. I turned so, thirty. It's my birthday year. What? So yeah. I can't read the whole thing because I'm on my phone. Would you like me to read it? It's well, yeah. the title is Rolexes Custom Made Suits, and then it cuts off. Okay, hold on. <laughs> you, so, you, but I want to give him credit because he's got some uh, he's got some things that we want to talk about here. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and read it while you look up the the title of the review. Uh, all five stars were given as usual. Uh, a 24 hour road trip from Boise. To Dallas. Oh, gosh. Yeah, that's a. I'm glad we could come along for that. Um, requires some serious audio entertainment. And as usual, Mike, Doc, and Harper delivered the goods. Started from the hilarious episode where they talked about what Ric Flair was really doing with that mannequin through Harper's epic rant on Bigfoot. And on to various collection plate pieces from the Horsemen. The best podcast trio in the game kept me not only wide awake, but laughing on the whole drive. Even that miserable stretch from Amarillo to Denton. And he ain't, uh, lying, about that. He ain't lying about that. Ain't nobody been this over in Texas since Gary Hart was booking the territory. Join the Army. Hey, that's a, that, we appreciate that, Mikey. Uh, I have done that drive from Amarillo to Denton. That shit is flat. It's arid in the summertime, too. Ooh, there ain't nothing growing. It's just you're out in the damn prairie climbing up the, the prairie a little bit to get ready to go to the Rocky Mountains, and there ain't shit out there. That Amarillo by morning. Amarillo's <laughs> yeah. where I'll be. By the way, Mikey's title of his review was Rolexes, custom-made suits, diamonds on their wrists. And Mikey is a 
uh, Patreon supporters. Thank you, Mikey, and thank Damn you for right. the five star review. Yeah, these all help. These get us on the same. Uh, I I saw a thing the other day. I was flipping around and somebody was listening to, or you could listen to Dutch, and and our show comes up. So I like that. Um, so we got another one here. Um, this one's a shorter one. Uh, best wrestling podcast by T F Bailey. T P Bailey. I'm sorry, T P Bailey. We already read that one, Doc. Okay, so here's the one. It's called Wrestling. Uh, this one came in from Milo Evil. He is a patron. All right. He's on Twitter. He's a good dude. He's getting he's getting all that extra content that we like to provide. Yes, sir. When y'all were clowning on Harper. Um, this one also was five stars. NWA, WCW, Smoky Mountain Wrestling, Jim Crockett's Promotions, Four Horsemen, 1980s Wrestling, 1990s Wrestling, even some WCCW and ECW if you join their Patreon. The Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. And I mean that as a compliment. It really does feel like we do it all here, doesn't it? We do it all. And that is Milo, P-A-N-T-O-N-E on Twitter. Thank you, Milo. He is a Patreon supporter as well. I, uh, I have a way, quick question before we talk about this. Um, we need to, this will, I'm going to lead you into your soundbite over there. Um, Harper, uh, you sound good tonight. Um, yeah. Do, do you have your new headset? Yeah, I got them on. Okay, so find them. Okay, so you've been with the show now for what? About four years or five years? Been about five years. Okay, huh, Mike. Yeah. How many? How many headsets have you had, counting the one on your head, <laughs> in that time? I had the one, the first ones, that weren't as good as these. Okay. Yep. I and, those. Yeah, and this is. The third. I'm looking at the other two right now. They fucking they're just beat up. I could have swore I could have swore you on four, but we'll we'll give you a pass. You're only on number three. Well, I'm on four counting like the like shit pair, like for the first ones. Well, we probably should count those. Okay. So the the first pair were were kinda flimsy. Mike doesn't use them, right? You don't use a headset, do you? Um, I used to have the same one as y'all, but I, I actually have a, a mic now, so no. Oh, look at uh, you, bro. Look at you. Little fancy motherfucker. W-N-B-C. W-N-B-C. Yeah, we you fucking DJ. <laughs> don't throw this, don't try to throw the attention over at me, Doc. Keep making your point here, pal. I'm on number, this is number two, and I'm not mm-hmm. sure that the first one broke, but I, I, I'm on number two. I upgraded. Um. They were over on a live stream the other night without either one of us. Harper. Who? Uh, well, it was, I think it was Sparks Third Coast. Might as well be Sparks Third String. And <laughs> Silva and Mike. Oh. And, they, and then they started in on, on you. Which oh. I, and then Mike was like, hey man, this is super hilarious. I need to send you the audio. And I was like... <laughs> Why are y'all clowning on Harper like that? So and basically, all the like opening fucking house show motherfuckers. <laughs> and so, <laughs> Mike didn't have a real good comeback for why he's just allowing the B and the junior varsity to just take shots at you. What an asshole! And I'm going to tell you, I told him I didn't appreciate it. I didn't think you'd appreciate it. And so, I think we're going to listen to it now. And uh, so that you can hear it, because I, I don't think it's 
good for him to be doing that behind your back. Well, speaking of doing well, things Doc, behind people's backs, why don't you play this audio? Yeah. Now Doc tries to insult me. Just so you know, this was on the Patreon live stream on Friday night, August, I think it was the 15th. So, they, so if you're 14th. not a patron, this is the kind of nonsense that goes on from time to time on the live streams. Yeah, we did uh, We did R.I.P. Kamala. We talked about a bunch of classic wrestling Why did matches. you have to do that? Uh, we did it already. Yeah. Because I got Silver and Sparks to do it, you idiot. All right. Let's go to the audio now from Silva talking about all of us talking about Harper. It's it's breaking all the time. Here it is. It's going to take a second to open because I got to open it up. I will never be rich from BTT, but uh, I will tell you your Patreon support helps. Like, for example, off the cuff this week, I had to buy Harper a um, 40 to $50 headset out of the blue because I got to be honest with y'all. Me and Doc have kids. Now, my kids are older. I got teenagers. Doc doesn't have teenagers. He's got his are younger. Doc's been having the same headset forever. I don't use a headset. I have actually have a mic. Harper's on his third fucking headset. I've had to buy for him. I don't know what the fuck Harper's doing with headsets. He he don't have kids. He lives with... Well, I don't say he lives with mama. That's not fair. He helps his mother out. He lives with his mother, but it's because his he mother's not in good health. He yeah, he takes, takes care, care of his mother. mother. Yeah, That's the way to say it. He, he takes care of his mother. But he's on his third fucking head. Actually, I'm sorry. This is his fourth one. I just remembered. <laughs> I just remembered, Silva. I bought him a fucking headset four years ago, too. He's on the fourth headset. Look, he, he, be, he slammed the big titty bitches on top of the damn headset. Well, he's That's what's going on. That's it. He gets I, done with the show, and he tosses the headsets onto the bed, and he loses them under the sheets until, you know, he's fuck. doing his thing. He's like, oh, my God, something's poking you in the back. Fuck. <laughs> he's, I bet you know what I bet you he's doing? I bet you he's got the headset on while he's banging, right? And he's going <laughs> to town. And he's slapping that ass, you know. He's slapping that ass while he's in the pink, right? He's in the pink. He's, he's going to town, slapping. And he takes the the USB and he sticks it in the in the other the other, the other orifice, you know. He just he sticks it right up on in there, you know. He's like, he's like, you like that, baby? I like that. Right here. Oh my god! I'm just saying. He's going I'm down on her with the fucking headset on. <laughs> <laughs> Silver, say that again for me. (laughs) Silver, catch your breath and say that again. He's he's going down on them with the headset on. (laughs) Jose Jose Corona. Jose and Jose Corona in the chat said circle, circle, dot, dot. He is circle, circle, dot, dot, and with the headset on. That's the problem. He's breaking it. Oh, my God. Hey, 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 Papa with the fucking headset on on top of his bald head while he's eating her ass out. Oh, my God. <laughs> 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 well, this escalated quickly. Oh, my God. This went off the rails. Hey, if you stayed with us until our... Hour one forty five. Oh my god! <laughs> you love I wonder if he sticks that mic in her ass. Oh, oh 
my God. Oh, shit. <laughs> Say that again testing, for people testing, who didn't hear testing. it. <laughs> what did you say, Silva? He takes that microphone and shoves it in her ass. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm dying. I can't breathe over here. Oh, man. We are the unprofessional wrestling podcast for a reason. Keep it. Did I keep going, Doc? Harper, what do you think about that? You think it's funny for them to be making fun of you like that? Yeah, I sound like New Jack Taz and fucking Tracy Smothers. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> that's all I hear. <laughs> I don't get. I don't. I don't get the comparison. You don't get it. Fuck. I, do. I get it, Billy. <laughs> it's stupid. I don't uh, get it, Hopper. You got to explain it. It's it's just it's got you sounding black as fuck, and Silva sounds like he's you know try out of Queens. Then your boy just sounds like yes, 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 yes. <laughs> with the old Southern drawl. It's like fucking Tracy Smothers, fucking New Jack and Taz all hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> so I just don't find that I just don't think that you know that's the appropriate that's venue. nice yeah that's nice real class on Friday nights yeah that's what they do on Friday nights wow well I had me a glass of Hennessy and I, I was, just was like nice. I was like let's just record some let's record a live stream yeah did you get the call Harper yeah no he says Fridays aren't good for him so shut up yeah Doc, I was, I was watching Luke Hawks get killed by Jamie Fox on oh, Netflix. That movie? Yeah. yeah, big movie star this week, right? I know. Yeah, god. if he could blow himself, oh my god! No, I'm kidding. All right, um, Doc, any any other thoughts on the audio of Harper right there? Harper, you ever stick that mic up any young girl's butt? <laughs> oh. Jesus. That's nice, Michael. It really is. I mean, you know that, I'm going to break these. <laughs> <laughs> That's the ultimate rib. <laughs> uh, don't, do that. don't do that, Harper. These things have got res- they're the new gold. I respect you, Booker Man. For that <laughs> one. That's awesome. For- <laughs> yeah. These things are expensive now because you got to have them to do work. Yeah, th- that's what I was telling Doc. Like, you know, the first couple pair, not the first pair you got, but the second and third hopper, like those things are like 20 bucks at the time. Dude, they're I'd almost 40 now. i say maybe. Really? It's the same yeah. exact pair. Same pair, but they're like, like, they're like 30, well, as of last week, I don't know, the places on Amazon are fluctuating, but... It was like $37 before taxes or 38 or something like that. I was like, I mean, I was like, damn, man, these things are going up, dude. And it's, it's like Doc said, it's because so many people are working from home. They're oh, in like that, high demand. That's true, huh? Doing Zoom and yeah. shit. Yeah, people need them for work. So like, you know, supply and demand, man. Yeah. So yeah, you should be able to, like, I used to be able to get two pair for the price I got one this time. It's crazy. Anyway, it happens, man. 
Uh, I ain't mad at you, Hopper. If you're just, you know, if you're lassoing that cord up in the air while you're doing your thing, bro, and, and then going shwapap, 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 more power to you. More power to you. Twelve. All right. A uh, couple of real quick things. Uh, shout out to uh, Patreon who came back. Brian H., thanks for signing back on Patreon. Your support is greatly appreciated. And then thank you to new Patreon member Mike Turcotti. Thank you for becoming a Patreon member as well. Mike signed up at the recommendation of our ECW Livecast host, Mike Prue. So thanks, Mike Prue, for recommending Mike T to our Patreon. So there you go. All right. Let's, uh, let's get started on some Saturday night. So this... This episode of Saturday Night is a short one. Uh, 44 minutes, 54 seconds. Right, Hopper? I like this shit. Baseball <laughs> fever. Yeah, I was like, oh, fuck. I got to go home and watch it. I was like, wait, I already watched this one last week when I fucked up. Ha, 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 Then I just went to the bar. B-A-S-C-B-A-L, that's baseball. Yeah. So you went to the bar and did some day drinking today? Yeah. Well, not, you know, for maybe a half an hour. Oh, oh, good for you. I ain't mad Did you go to the bar where your girl works? Yeah. Do you have to pay for your drinks? Or maybe no. we're going to play kayfabe on that. N- no, I don't. <laughs> mm. He didn't even say kayfabe, brother. He just went, yeah. no, I don't. Just broke kayfabe on air. So. Do you, do you drink? Heard do that. You, by doing that, do you help out and drink draft beers? No. Oh. Fuck that. Damn. So do you, do you, what did you drink today? I just, I drank like three Bud Lights and I was like, I got to roll. I'll see you later. He's going to see her later. All right. Oh yeah. And she said, what are y'all doing that podcast thing? Yeah. She's like, what are you talking about? Wrestling. That's it. Yeah. Wrestling. And, and, and some guy from wrestling. Queens is talking about me sticking a microphone up your asshole. Yeah. So, fucking Taz. <laughs> Listen here, brother. Uh, <laughs> man. All right. Well, this show opens up. Jim Ross and Hayes open the show as usual uh, since Hayes is now in the booth. And, uh, hey, let's just go to it right now. We don't have a ton of promos this week. So, here's the opening of the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to World Championship Wrestling. I'm Jim Ross, along with Michael P.S. Hayes. We'll describe the action here, ladies and gentlemen. In the next 60 minutes, you're going to see Bob Orton and Hacksaw Butch Reed in tag team action. The great Mutai is here. We'll be talking to the television champion, The Stinger. Plus, in our big television main event, it will be Ricky the Dragon Steamboat taking on Ron Simmons. Rick Steiner is here, along with Missy Hyatt. And the United States heavyweight champion, Lex Luger, will also be... Wait a minute, wait a minute. guts to even show his face in here. You got a couple problems, pal. One of them is May 7th. You ain't gonna have that belt no more because I'm gonna take it. Another problem is I am the sexiest man in wrestling. All right, well, I want to bring on Dick Murdoch is standing by. We'll get into that situation. Oh, a little. close second. Yeah, Dick Murdoch, a friend of mine is coming in here. Dick, I know you've had a problem. You better stand, stand clear. You've got a problem with Bob Orton. He's getting ready to wrestle in his first match. I'll tell you what, Jim, you know Bob Orton's a very tough competitor, and we've had our differences, and I'm sure there are going to be some more coming down the road. Well, I'll tell you something. He is a, a tough man, and uh, he is there with Hacksaw Butch Reed in tag team action. Gary Hart in the ring as well. And this situation is just close to getting out of hand here. Well, there's a challenge, Captain Redneck, right there. I know 
know you're not dressed to wrestle. There you go. I'll be glad to hold your watch for you. Let me tell you something, Jim Ross. It's just like being out in the saloons, Daddy. I'm never dressed to wrestle or fight, though. I'll never back down from one. I'm not going to hold your teeth. I'm coming, big boy. All right. Well, he's been challenged right here. He ain't scheduled. He may not be scheduled, but he's not scheduled to be in this match. Ladies and gentlemen, he ain't even got his boots on. In your first match, introducing from Kansas City, Missouri. And they're not going to let the introductions. So they can't even get the introductions out the way. Dick Murdoch takes his teeth out, and Mm. he's going to wrestle with his New Balance Nikes on and his windbreaker pants. Um, I'll throw it to Doc first. Your thoughts on this, Doc? Bruh, tell me you didn't both pop when Murdoch took his fucking teeth out. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Now, here's the thing. This is an organization that is now a corporation corporate wrestling who's trying to get away from the southern image and on the opening segment on the second week in this studio they have a guy take his teeth out so he can wrestle now don't get me wrong i popped i love it because i love southern wrestling and i don't care if we're going to stay in the south with this thing but what were they thinking in the office when they did you see what happened on this on this wrestling show that was awesome that was fantastic and, and uh, his, and, his attire for the match is fantastic too yeah he's in out there in his sweats and his white tennis shoes oh god took off his watch What's, and he's like look i'll fight i'm coming hold on looks he like popped, he, he fucking looks like somebody's dad when they go put the garbage out i yeah. just realize it it's white reeboks he's got on those 1989 white he does look like somebody's dad putting out the garbage. Uh, by the way, the, the match is Dick Murdoch and Bucky Siegler versus Butch Reed and Bob Orton. Now, um, Reed and Orton beat the hell out of this Bucky Siegler guy. And I'll throw it to Doc. What, what, are, your, what are your thoughts well, on this, Doc? Uh, I was confused. Or, or Harper, do you have any she... thoughts on the, on the promo, too? I'm sorry. No, I just, I mean, Michael PSAs, I mean, he fucking looks like he should be drinking a Zima. Okay, go back to the beginning though. I got something I want to point out to y'all. Like on the, the when they're standing there behind the the screen. You mean Hayes and Jr. Yeah. Goddamn power. First of all, right there. Why is the wording bigger than it will fit on the screen? Goddamn power TV company. Second of all, if you stop right there with that yellow and those red pipes in the background. This shit looks like a muffler place or a tire store. I don't know if y'all also noticed last week. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't know what right. to make of it. It should fit in the in the one shot. Last week, to the right of where JR is, like as we're watching it to the right, which would be JR's left, they they actually still had the old setup, yeah. like standing in the corner um last week. So, like, they still had that, which tells me they weren't fully committed to this new backdrop. <laughs> I noticed that last week. I didn't I didn't pay attention this week to see if I saw it. So, we got play. new graphics. We got new setups. We got new gimmicks. We got a new song, which is, incidentally, the same as the 605 return music. Man, look at this. Um, We got Butch Reed now with Gary Hart, I guess, and not with Hero. Yeah. Well... 
I don't. I'm not making nothing of that. Just, everything was not airtight, brother. So let's just let that go for now. Um, he's just out there because he was about to tag. Look but, that you back, know, like no, That backdrop with that gray and red and yellow looks like you could get some get some white some walls struts? and shit. How dated does that look? It looks like <laughs> NTW or something. Man. <laughs> Bob's muffler and Chalmette Harper. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, any thoughts on this match? Bucky Siegler gets his tail whooped. But what do you have, Doc, if anything? Well, I just thought it was good because Murdoch has needed something. Well, he's kind of been – he had the match with, with Orton. They didn't show it at the Clash or whatever. Right. But I hear you. And they're going to be leading up to a match – I believe think they got a match at the next pay per view. These two, like a bull rope match or something. So that's coming up. Hubbard, you were about to say something about the match, though. What happened to the other guy? What other guy? The guy's original tag team partner. Oh, he just disappeared. Everything's airtight, brother. Yeah, I was like, wait, it's gonna be like three on two, and then I was like, wait, no. I guess he just leaves. <laughs> Damn, scary. I think you nailed it, man. He just leaves. <laughs> Airtight, brother. Airtight, brother. Uh, so, um, we get a, like I said, Siegler, he gets his butt kicked. He finally makes a tag, and the old Texas redneck comes in on fire um, with his with his white tennis and his windbreaker pants. Tommy Young is up calling for a DQ because of the double and triple team in on Murdoch from Reed, Orton, and Gary Hart. We don't basically we don't get a finish. We just get the DQ, and that's pretty much how it goes down. Again, they're building up Orton and Murdoch coming up at the next pay per view. There's that. Hopper, do you have any other thoughts on the match? I just man, Murdoch just looks like you know someone's dad checking the mail. Then you drive by and fucking wave at him. He's not that old here either. Did he looks Mr. it. Did you see Mister Murdoch? Oh yeah, he was out there without his shirt on again. <laughs> that's what my dad would say he's out there ruining marriages look at him <laughs> Papa Hopper <laughs> oh boy uh, Doc any other thoughts on this match um not really yeah okay well there is Let's go to Sting with Jim Ross and pay attention to what happens here. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to World Championship Wrestling. Jim Ross back with you here with the television champion of the world. And ladies and gentlemen, as we all know, the NWA World Television Championship has been held by many tremendous athletes, including Ricky the Dragon, Steamboat, Nature Boy, Ric Flair. Mike Rotunda was a great champion as well. There's a great heritage behind this championship. I know the res- you know the responsibility, what it means to be the TV champion. Yes, I do. First of all, let me just say, Rossi, I feel good. And I always got to tell everybody when I'm feeling good. I feel good right now. Champion. You think I'll be all right? Yeah, anyway. he'll be real good. Well, yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah. This guy doesn't know his own strength. Hey, yeah. Rick. Yeah. Give him, give him, give him one. Oh, oh. Is that all 
championship holds with it a lot of prestige. I didn't mean to leave out. Rick Steiner is a former television champion as well. But it looks like, gentlemen, we're going to be having, we're going to have a, be joined by the the Iron Sheik, who is coming to the ring with his flag bearer, Rip Morgan. Apparently, they're going to join us here at our podium. You were not invited here. I want to remind you of that. You know, Mr. Jim Rice, I heard all American men, that young man from California, he did great job to become TV champion. That's not easy. But remember, he beat American. He this a little bit. You're challenging him for the television championship or for the, to use these clubs. I challenge with him. I challenge with the Steamboat. I challenge with the Ricky all right, all right. and Luke Sluger, any American because I want to show all country number one. Alright, you made your point and we're tired of it. All right, he's, he's made a challenge here, either for the television championship or to, to do these the Persian clubs. Yeah, it sure sounds like it. All I heard was Iran, I swing club, you come swing club. I don't want to swing clubs. If you want to come out here and challenge me, of course, I guess I am going to have to fight you for it. Or anybody else, wherever it might be, Rossi, you know me, Steiner knows me, and Alex, I know Alex knows me. All right. You think there's a chance that I'm going to back down holding this thing? Rossi, I'm a marked man. Okay, okay, I know that. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll keep our eye on this situation. The great Mutah will be in the ring momentarily. Let's go up to Rhubarb Jones. Well, Sting and Steiner scream at the beginning was something else. And then we got Iron Sheik, who I got to say, I mean, that, like Doc said a few weeks ago, that gimmick is just over. I mean, the people are so loud, he can't. you can't even hear him. JR's got to tell us what he's trying to say and translate it. It, it was entertaining to me, especially that ridiculous scream at the beginning that I laughed on. Doc, what did you think? I concur. I agree with you, man. I thought Steiner pulled something out of Sting, and then here comes the Sheik, and he does that. He's trying to convince somebody of something, so he's kind of tapping on Ross while he's talking, and the people are in, in up in his mind, and Sheik is an awesome, awesome character. He comes out of rather when he's done and starts flexing again. He's just Dude. great. Dude, Are you done doing not... the Sheik? I'm not doing it. I, Do I'm, it. I'm going. Uh, look, watch, watch him flex here. I, I just, just watch. He's a, he's a buffoon. Look at, <laughs> look at, look at. He is so. He, he's, a, <laughs> he's a buffoon. Like it's it's so ridiculous. He's because he's got like we talked about weeks ago. He's got this big old beer gut. He's doing twelve ounce curls with with Budweiser or whatever he drinks, and he's just got this ridiculous beer gut. It's it's so it's so ridiculous. He he is a clown. It's it's unreal, and he's so over man. Like that they are booing him. He gets a reaction. I mean, so look, at what, this. look at him. What is what happened to your chic? 
No, just, uh, you know, you, you sit it on the shelf for a little while. That's nice. Let me tell you something. Tommy Rich is coming back, and I got a bit for him. Oh, shit. Well. Yeah. There, there you go. Yippee. Uh, but, okay, Doc, any other thoughts on this promo? This was a good segment. It was funny. It, it really was. Hopper, what'd you think uh, about Sheik and Sting and Steiner? Well, uh, so he's he challenged him for his belt or, or what? You're I think the they team. have a match. Yeah, I think they have a match coming up. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, him and Sting. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta see that. <laughs> uh, Sting and Sheik. Something you never realized you wanted to see until you heard about it. Yes. <laughs> Don't get your hopes up too much on it, though, Hopper. Let me tell you like that. Trust me, I won't. Ugh. All right. We keep going. The next match is the great Muda, who defeats Greg Evans. Doc, any thoughts on Muda here? Um. Well, going back to before you do that, the other thing that we didn't talk about was that now Rip Morgan is with Sheik. Yeah. That would have been an interesting story to learn. Yeah, don't don't get too used to that. Okay. Cause and I feel like the not so dear near future he is gonna be tagging with Jack Victory. And they're like the New Zealand militia. <laughs> oh. I thought I thought he was a Secret Service guy. He is right now, that's what I'm saying. And then he joins a militia? Him and I think it's I think it's him and and Morgan end up being the New Zealand militia. And there's the end of the match. Muda with what, the a what did you think of Greg Evans's uh, Stars and Bars bandana there? That is what it is. Okay. I even noticed that. Gary Hart's it is wearing, what it is. Gary Hart wearing a leather jacket there? Yeah. Is, uh, that so like the, is that so the knife doesn't poke him? He got that knife in the inner pocket. He's yeah. he's he's ready for war, man. <laughs> man, that's a that was a really quick and impressive moonsault, though. He moved out on that nicely. Yeah, I mean, good though. He's Muda. Uh, remember when I said we've seen the ding dongs? We just haven't seen the ding dongs. Uh, what does that mean? There's one of the ding dongs. Greg Evans. Greg Evans is one of the ding-dongs, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, good for him. Yeah, good for him. They bail on that gimmick pretty damn quick. Yeah, that's for sure. Okay. So, Doc, I know you don't like replays. They go to a replay of the Varsity Club defeating the Row Warriors at the last clash. Any thoughts on the replay or uh, replays ain't your gimmick, brother? Um. Well, no. Actually, I have something there. At the end of that match, go back and count. I don't have a time stamp. I don't have time for Jesus that. Jesus Christ. I got the fucking promo queued up. I thought Teddy Long only counted to two when he turned Let's on the see. Road Warriors. He's we'll turning see. on him here. I thought he did three. Okay, we'll see. Let's see. Oh, schoolboy. One, One two, three. two. Oh, it did. No, that was three. It was just... Why? He rang for the bell. It was really quick. He When he goes down, he hits. One, one two, two, three. 
Oh yeah, what did the uh, yeah? He goes down when he goes down. He hits one, and then he does real quick two, and then and then he it's three. Okay. Which was part of the stupid controversy that made no sense with this, because this is starting Teddy Long's like, you know, heel turn. turn where he yeah, and now he's like coming out of uh, it. It doesn't make sense, but it's what leads to him being managing Doom. So hey, there's that. Let's go to the Road Warriors now. They cut a promo after we see that replay. Here it is. Jabal Ellering, and we did a lot of thinking. We did a lot of thinking about you, Varsity Club. There seems to be a few things that you have forgotten. We haven't gotten our name and our reputation by beating up whips and pumps in the street. We've gotten our name by being world champions, by beating All-Americans. You see, there ain't an All-American tag team in this world that can stop us from doing what we want to do. There ain't a referee that can stop us from doing what we want to do. And there ain't a wrestling commission anywhere, the NWA, no matter who it is, that can stop the Road Warriors from doing what they want to do and taking back what is rightfully theirs, the World Tag Team Belt. You can step on us all you want. You can try to hurt us, but we're like a couple of sick dogs. We don't give up. We get even. Tell them, Hawk. Well, back in Chicago, growing up on the tough streets, we didn't have the luxury of going to Oklahoma or Syracuse. We did have the luxury of the street intelligence. And that intelligence told us this. When a thief steals something from you, like you two thieves stole the world tag team belts, then you gotta make the thief pay. What do you do with that? You punish him. And we will punish you. As Animal said, there ain't a referee in the world who can handle this match. And there ain't two wrestlers who can handle us. Ain't never been, ain't never gonna be. So, your problem is this. Right here, the LOD. We're sitting down with Paul Elling, the best strategist man in the business. And he's got a plan for you. And so do we. And now we know what our destiny is. That's to get the gold back right where we belong. And we're back. And we go straight to a match. They don't even transition. Uh, Doc, thoughts on the Road Warriors right there? I thought they were both intense. I love the idea that there's not a referee that can handle this match. What will we do? Mm-hmm. That was a good part of that promo. Anything else, Doc? Man, they, they said we didn't get our reputation beating up chumps. We were beating up champions. That's right. When thieves steal from us, we punish them. That was a good line. I like that. Hopper, thoughts on rewards? Where was Paul Ellerin at? I have no idea, but I'm glad he wasn't there. That's yeah, you you're such a dick. <laughs> you know, the only person who is disappointed that Ellerin was not there right there is Steven Javorski, because we know he loves cranking it to an Ellerin promo at the end of a Road Warriors promo. Like the black shoulder fact, pads. Jack. I like you talking about shoulder pads yeah. when they're out there with the jeans on. You 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 saw it in a somewhat. You, it was hard to tell because they were waist up, but they they had jeans on too. And I don't know, that just looks badass, man. The shoulder pads with the jeans. Oh man, 
Hey, dude, they, they still look like they mean business. I want no part of them. I'll leave it at that. Any other thoughts, Hopper? No. It's just it's 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 the Road Warriors. We then and... go to Ravishing Randy Rose. Yes, Ravishing Randy Rose and Jack Victory. We got an old school grudge match grudge match here again with these two. Rose got body slammed on the floor. Victory got backdrop. Mm, you know, these guys are going at it. Randy Rose is about to use a phone to hit victory at one point near the finish. Teddy Long, who's becoming the evil ref as we know now, catches Rose with the phone and stops him from using it. But then victory also has a phone and he hits Rose with it. Teddy Long looked right at him when victory hit Rose with the phone. And Teddy Long said, whatever, bruh, and counted the three anyway. So victory wins and Teddy Long acts as if he saw nothing. You know, in hindsight, as I rewatched this, them turning Teddy Long heel, it kind of doesn't make sense, but uh, whatever. Uh, everything wasn't airtight, brother. Doc, your thoughts? Airtight, brother. Man, what is that shirt that Randy Rose is wearing? Yeah, I was trying to figure it out. Is that fucking Alice Cooper? That's what <laughs> it looks like. Man, we ain't going to get clearer footage of it, I can tell you that. And I I have no idea, and I was hoping you two would shed some light on whatever that is. And then, what is up with his tights? There's something on the back sticking off like a damn tail. Well, he's ravishing Randy. Yeah. Versus a fucking tow truck driver. <laughs> That's in the Secret Service. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, look at him. Looks like he tries a fucking wrecker. And we started this shit in progress. Here's the body slam. He flung him down. I know it's padded out there, but that don't feel good. Secret service, Jack victory. Uh, just... What? You know, I'm listening back to in, Back in my day, we all we don't, they, <laughs> they dress like wrestlers too, right? Back in my day, brother. <laughs> this guy's in a jumpsuit that your grandpa wore when he was replacing car parts. Yeah, when he's fucking changing the starter in your mom's fucking Buick. He's out there in that jumpsuit thing like Victory's wearing, chewing on a cigar, and I can't even begin to understand what Randy Rose is thinking about here. I don't know. I got nothing. Like I said, Teddy Long sees Jack Victory use a phone and just said, screw it, bruh. I'm still counting to three. It's a fucking jumpsuit. Like what Fonzie used to wear when he worked at the garage. Right. There's nothing about you that says secret service. <laughs> Boogie, nothing about you says computer or technology. Look, you see, Teddy Long, watch him, watch him hit him with the phone. One, two, three. Doesn't even hesitate. Two, three. Oh, and we're out. For That's reasons it. we can't possibly comprehend. Can't comprehend. So, uh, we'll, we will keep going. Uh, next up, we got Rick Steiner versus the Raider. Doc, I'm going to throw it to you because i got to get to this timestamp where Missy's walking out, and I know <laughs> Hoffer's going to lose it. Oh, well, Missy. we need to get to that because I'm telling you, if I was Eddie Gilbert, I'd be keeping an eye on her. She's all the way live. She is phenomenal. Way to get us right back where we needed to be, asshole. 
No, I was waiting for you to stop. So listen to, listen to JR here. The, the community in there in Memphis for so many years, and this Friday night, the big championship showdown in the Keel Auditorium in St. Louis. I'm going to try to have a word with Missy Hyde and Rick Steiner. Hey, 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 no broads on my program unless well, I approve First of, of it. all, she's not a broad, and secondly, it's not your program. What did I say? She's a broad, and it is my program. Well, let's see what happens then. Well, Hang we'll around. Uncle Hattie Hattie about this, okay? Well, go talk to him. He was here. <laughs> so, Michael Hayes uh, says no broads on his program, and JR is ready to cancel him. Doc, that's what I wanted to play. Even though Missy does look. Stunning as usual in her, I guess, white tiger outfit. Any thoughts on uh, the match or JR's commentary, Doc? We're all about, you know, you take care of your mama, you take care of your kids, you, you take care of animals, you don't beat on women, you keep your hands to yourself. That's but, right, Michael. But this, this the, there's just things that, you know, that's that's under the guise more of political correctness. And as we all know, that's not our job here. Right? Right. There's no broads on this show. There's no broads on this show. And Kevin <laughs> no. Sullivan was real close. I, if Rick Steiner hadn't been there, Kevin Sullivan would have done something improper, improper with Missy. So, why don't we go to... after? Well, let me say. Rick Steiner's going to win the match versus the Raider. Now let's go to the, the promo after the match. Because we got some good stuff here, I think, with Sullivan. Uh, here it is. Where I beat Eddie Gilbert all over the Omni. Show the tape. We don't have it here. You don't have the tape, we'll show it next week. And I want to say something to you, you bleached blonde bubblehead. Yeah. That is your idea of a man. We all know Eddie Gilbert's nothing but a little boy. And compared to me, he's no man if you get my drip. He's a little boy. She popped him, Doc. Did she call him a fraud or a frog? A frog. Rivet, rivet? Yeah, like Kermit. Yeah, yeah, Kermit. I don't care what she called him. She tattooed his ass. Well, that's because Kevin Sullivan probably went up to her and said, make sure you look it good. Make it look good, honey. You ever notice how Sullivan's always after somebody else's woman? Jimmy yeah. Marvin, now Eddie Gilbert's woman. That's true, huh? Silva and I were actually talking about that. Oh, oh, great. Oh, right. Yeah, you and Silva. (laughs) You and fucking Taz. Great. (laughs) He's always after somebody's woman, though. All you'd have to do, Harper, was put your your palm on his forehead while he's swinging, and he wouldn't be able to reach you. That's nice. (laughs) Well, you're a full-grown man. That's right. On a serious note, Doc, your thoughts on this segment with Sullivan, Missy, and Steiner? Oh, I thought it was great. I think I thought it was great when Steiner stepped in front. And if Steiner doesn't stop jumping up and down, you know he's going to break that whole set. I liked how Missy slaps him, and he's ready to just charge and go after her because he, he don't care if he, hits, if he hits a woman. 
And Steiner like steps in front of her, like, "Nah, bro, you ain't doing it." And Sullivan backs down. He's like, Damn. "Well, when he called her a what is it, a blonde, bleach blonde, you knew something else was coming." Yeah. But he, she popped him. That was. Ooh. <laughs> she popped him. Uh, Popper, any other thoughts on it? No, I mean she fucking popped his ass. That was good, dude. Well, and, and you could see Jr.'s reaction. He was like, "Oh, like he, <laughs> he damn near had an orgasm." It was such a stiff shot. All right, after that, we go to Ric Flair. Ric Flair's got some thoughts. He's got some things he's got to get off his chest. He's still uh, involved in his feud with Ricky Steamboat. Let's go to Rick. See what he's got to say. We're back here, ladies and gentlemen. Jim by Kevin Sullivan out here too. No, I didn't. I just went back uh, at that time to try to get an interview with Dickie Murdoch, but he couldn't make it. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, one thing that will happen on May 7th, Ric Flair and Ricky Steamboat for the World's Championship in Nashville, Tennessee. Here are comments from the challenger. Come on, Steamboat. By now, everything is in black and white. It's you and me. Woo! May 7th, Ric Flair's <laughs> last chance by design who cares the bottom line is steamboat the way i look at it is you gotta wrestle me one more time that means i gotta beat you no ifs ands or buts you in nashville tennessee may the 7th pal have gotta walk the eye you've got to beat the man, pal. I coined the phrase, I am the man, and May 7th, Nashville, Tennessee, Ric Flair, one more time. Woo! Diamonds are forever, and so is Ric Flair. Woo! So it's pretty standard issue. I mean, he's just saying no ifs, ands, or buts about it. He's got to win. No excuses. If he doesn't win, he's done. Well, we know Rick ain't going to be done, so there's that. Doc, your thoughts on Flair right there? Pretty standard issue. I mean, he he's the flagship, and he's the guy that the suits know, so he's trying to deliver the goods, but it's just not the same as you want it to be where it's wild Rick. Yeah, that's true, huh? Yeah, it's tame Rick. It ain't. It ain't off the walls talking about women, the Marriott, all the things we've seen. I mean, it's just not that. So, but it's you know, it's standardish. By any other means, it's you'd go like, "Yep, that's a promo. It was effective. It, he made his point." And that's that was how I looked at it. Hopper, do you have anything else? Nah. All right. Standard, Rick. So, so then we go to Ron Simmons versus Ricky Steamboat, which to me, I mean, you're in center stage, so. If you're in center stage right now, you're seeing the world champion in a competitive match. Um, I I enjoyed this. What did you think, Doc? Man, this I mean, this could pass for a clash match on a on a, the right clash. No. Yeah. Yeah, it could. I mean, this is this is not so. This You've is seen not a lot reason. worse matches on clashes. That is. Yeah, there you go. And yeah. so the champ is defending the title. Ron Simmons is no joke. Um, we're going to see an aggressive Ron Simmons here. I agree. He didn't. I he, thought this was this was fun. He fired back a little bit. Maybe a newfound attitude. Well, Ron, you talking about Ron when you say he fired back? Yeah. 
Uh, we're not far from um, that Ron that you're thinking of in WCW. Hey, before this, did you notice that Western Union is the new Spam Slam? Yeah, I was thinking the same thing, from Spam Slam to Western Union. That's a step up, no? There's, yeah. Um, I I would say Western Union. <laughs> Aubrey, you're the Spam dude. Uh, spam what, what Slam. <laughs> I'd say Western Union is definitely a step up, Doc. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. There's, they're also going to have... I was I was looking ahead in a couple of months. They're gonna have like a A and W segment. A and W root beer is gonna be a oh yeah segment as well. Yeah. Harper, do you like A and W root beer or Barks? Uh, uh, Barks. That's what I grew up on. Yeah, we all grew up on Barks, Doc. I, I'll I drink A and W. Don't get Yeah, yeah. I mean, I won't turn it down, but yeah, I mean, if I had to pick, yeah. Because like A and W and and a mug. Which is uh, Pepsi's root beer. It's like traditional root beer. You like a root beer ice cream float? God, I used to love that shit. My grandma used to make me those when I was a kid. With the vanilla ice cream. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't had one of those forever. Fuck, I might make one tonight. He's going to make one and put a scoop of it on his girl's buttocks. That, come on. Town. See this? There's just no reason Wait. for that. He, he's going to sit down like Tony Soprano eating a bowl of ice cream and have a little... Jesus Christ. <laughs> Dude, there's some of the funniest scenes you'll see in Sopranos. is when he sits there with that bowl of ice cream at the top of his stomach. <laughs> he's eating it. He's like a kid, dude. It's so great. Okay, I don't mean to, to derail us much more, but I do have another question that's been a recent uh, food topic around uh, my household and a couple others lately. Harper, um, do you is watermelon good, better plain, or do you sprinkle salt on it? Wait, what? What? Salt? Yeah. On watermelon? With your family? You don't put I'm nothing sorry. on watermelon. Right. I'm God, telling you, if you sprinkle, if you sprinkle people. some, if you sprinkle some salt, nah. The white, most of the white people in my house don't agree with me on this. So, uh, um, I you put some salt on it, you got a tasty little treat there. It's salty. That's it's fucking. Sweet. That, that's bullshit. You don't cover it in salt. You just sprinkle. You don't a put bit. nothing on it. Sorry, <laughs> I didn't mean to piss you off, dickhead. God. God. What Who the, the fuck taught you that? You. I learned it from watching you. I'm just saying. <laughs> I bet you somebody's out there is going to say that they uh, do it too. I, I, I got to Google this. Where in the fuck did <laughs> you get that from? <laughs> Why don't I'm you put it in an urban dictionary, Hopper? Watermelon like and salt and see what shit? comes up. Uh, no, um, I've never heard of that. It's uh, No, Hopper. I've, you know, I ain't been here. That? Watermelon, yours, Mike. Mine? Yeah. No, she does not do that with watermelon. Here's a a diving into the South's obsession with salt on watermelon. That's fucking bullshit. I I never even, this is fucking gay. Southern (laughs) living, hey, Southern (laughs) living, why Southerners love to salt their watermelon. That's bullshit. No one does this. No one does this. They just made this shit up. I, I do it. I'm telling you, I put some salt on it. Get a little salt Man. shaker and my yeah. slot, my wedge, my slice. Now pour some on there and just get to chewing. White people do some dumb stuff, Hopper. Well, 
Where did you learn this from? Because you didn't just start doing this. <laughs> I, I don't even know, man. Did you like what mom do, you... do this or what? I, I don't remember. Oh, God. But I, I'm obviously not the only one. Southerners love salt on it. No, they don't. Yes, they do. I'm a Southerner. Yeah. Salt on you. Oh, fuck. Harper, you've lived your whole life in the Deep South. I lived most of my life in the Deep South. I don't know a Southerner that puts salt on watermelon. I don't know Whether any human black, being white, or that red. would do that. You do now. Right. Uh, You're I'm not human. I'm just... starting to regret defending you. You just solidify that you're from the Andromeda Galaxy and you're from some far-off planet. You're probably one of the damn lizard people putting salt on your freaking watermelon. Uh, I sick. bet you could, go to, gross. you could go to all four corners of this flat Earth and find people that would do that. You would uh, think the Earth is flat. That doesn't surprise me in the least bit. Meanwhile, Ricky Steamboat and Ron Simmons are tearing it up in the ring. Um, they really are tearing it up. Now... In the end, Steamboat pinned Simmons from a crucifix. Uh, I, I love the finish. It's fucking yeah, it great. Good. It, it really was, man. <laughs> these two, it's coming up in a second. Here it is. Uh, let me go back. These two These two got out there, and I mean, they had like an eight-minute match, man. They worked their butts off. And eight minutes on the, on a 45-minute, one-hour show is, is good. Here it comes. Um, Steamboat's going to win. Dang. That's a hard drop. Mm-hmm. That's fucking great. You know, and and to me, Simmons still looks strong in, in defeat. It wasn't like he he got he, he got outskilled, or... and he's not right. skill is not his thing. Right. And think about it: if you're in center stage, man, you got to see the world champion just now. Damn right. And it's was it's, it is with the TV main event. But wait, there's one more match. What the fuck? Yeah, they do that a lot in center stage. They're like, oh, this is your TV main event, and they'll have it on mid show or That's second fucking to last. That's stupid. They did that in territories a lot though too though, Harper. Like Mid South used to do that too. Like they they and Bill Watts's philosophy always was so this is your T V main event and we're giving you the main event because we want to make sure we give it enough time. So like oh. they do it with twenty minutes to go, you know, twenty five minutes to go, and then if it ran short, then they'd have like preliminary like standby matches. So hey, this is this is nothing new. This I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if Jr. was like, "Let's do it like this," because you know he came from Bill Watts. He came from the Mid South, yeah. so I it wouldn't be surprised if Jr. just said, "Let's do it like that," or, or someone was saying, or even Hayes said it. But anyway, that's that's where that's coming from. Doc, any other thoughts on Simmons and Steamboat? That's a good match. Let's go to Jim Cornette now, who's got an update on his situation dealing with the NWA. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to World Championship Wrestling. Jim Ross and Michael PSA is here with you. Jimmy Cornette has made a statement that uh, he was very adamant that we're on the air this week for all the fans in the NWA. They're one of the most talked about teams in wrestling, in and out of the sport. Here are his comments. People have been asking me, where's the Midnight Express been the past couple of weeks? But more importantly, people have been asking me, where's the Midnight Express been the past couple of months? See, for the past four months, the Midnight Express has been slowly but surely going straight down the porcelain throne, brother. Six months ago, we were sitting on top of the world. World Tag Team Champions, United States Tag Team Champions, only team ever to hold both those titles at the same time. Four years, night after night, we'd beaten the best teams in professional wrestling right here in the NWA. Then things started happening. Paulie dangerously came in here, brought the original Midnight Express, not only tried to destroy our careers, but started messing our personal lives up too, having to fight an old friend. 
Soon as we beat the original men, I'd split them up. Paulie comes right back with the Samoan SWAT team. They're in our face every time we turn around, and they're bigger, they're rougher, and they're tougher than anybody we've faced in a long time. At the same time, Bobby's had some injuries. His hip, his knee, his elbow, nothing serious, but enough of a hindrance. He hadn't been 100%, even 75% since January. And at the same time, and probably most importantly, you people, we made a lot of new friends out there. A lot of fans that started supporting us, that believed in the Midnight Express. The only problem was, to try to justify your support of us, we started trying to be nice guys. And let's face it, brother, the Midnight Express and Jim Cornette aren't nice guys. We started getting taken advantage of. We started being jumped from behind. We weren't giving you people the Midnight Express you wanted to support. The Midnight Express that you knew. We were giving you three guys with their heads stuck up a dark place. We weren't the guys that broke all the rules and made all the news and won all the titles. The masters of the cheap shot. We were three wimps with messed up heads, bad attitudes, things happening to us that we couldn't control. So the bottom line is, we've been the best tag team in professional wrestling for a long time now, brother, and I'm the best manager and everybody knows it. But we're out of control. We're going downhill and we're gonna put the brakes on before it's too late. Instead of coming out here making excuses, instead of trying to ask for help, because we do things for ourselves and we help ourselves. We appreciate the support you've given us, but it's gotta come from down here to be great. We're leaving the NWA. We're taking time off. We're getting out. Bobby's going to Alabama. I'm going home to Kentucky. Stan's going to the beach. We're going to get our heads on straight. We're going to get our attitudes back right. We're going to heal our bodies up. And then we're going to decide what we're going to do. But I can promise you this. We're used to being the best. And we take enough pride in what we do. If we don't feel that we can be the best tag team in wrestling, then we're not going to do it at all. Ladies and All right, so... This is when the midnight left, to my uh -huh. knowledge, because Corny was tired of George Scott, who was fired right before this actually happened. But Corny's told the story that he told Jim Ross he was leaving before they got the news about George Scott being fired. And since they had already committed to leaving, they just said, you know what, we're still going to leave for a little while and maybe we'll come back. And that's what ends up happening. Doc, your thoughts? That's pretty uh, out front to say you're leaving um i like how they set it up bobby hadn't been writing months and we're having to do shit we don't want to do to justify y'all's stinky support so good stuff where are they going hopper. they go to continental hopper. yeah your thoughts hopper no i just just you know i watched this i was like okay yeah this is when they leave when they're not you know agreeing with the book and and they're going to Continental for about a month or so. Then yeah, I'm gonna say they don't really leave for too long. Yeah, it's not like it's not like they're going for six months or a year or nothing. They, they're 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 going to be back soon. Um, in '89, I mean, it's it's not like they're going to be gone for long. So there's that. But that's the story. George Scott got fired, but Corny had already committed to leaving, and they had already said they were leaving because they couldn't take him no more. Uh, little did he know when he came back he was going to have to deal with Jim Hurd, but that's a discussion for another day when we get there. So, any other thoughts, Doc, on the promo? There's going to be a hole in the tag team division. Who's SST going to wrestle? Yeah, really, that's a good question. What's the Stay answer, tuned. Michael? Stay tuned. Is it the blondes? It's the, uh, oh, the skateboarders? Well, we'll see for sure. <laughs> Lex Luger comes out next. He defeats Tom Branch. Luger dominates and wins with the torture rack. Doc, your thoughts. Him. 
Lex knows how to work this crowd. It's okay. And then I did like the altercation afterwards. Okay, you want to talk about it? I liked when Luger walks up to Hayes and Hayes goes, problem? Yeah. That was, it was at 4320. That was good stuff. I'm about to go to it now. So here it is. After the match, Luger approaches Michael Hayes and JR, who were, I don't know, I was going to say at the podium, but at the backdrop, I guess. Here it is. Out here today. Problem? You know what? I've been listening to your big, loud, obnoxious mouth for almost an hour right now in the back room. Now, you can either stop playing TV hostess or do something to back up that big mouth of yours. Is that clear enough? Now let me tell you something, Jack. You're like seven up. You never had it, never will. And if you don't get out of my face, boy, you're going to find out you just wrote a check your butt can't cash. Well, tell you what. You got a contract for me, son. But we don't have to wait till then. We get done right now, big boy. Let's go. All right, there's your challenge, big boy. You've been talking all night about Lex Luger this and Lex Luger that. Why don't you just check up there and do something about it? Look at that hair. So they go off brawling, which is really cool. So we got Luger and Hayes at each other's throats now. Doc, so, any thoughts? Oh, go ahead, Hopper. So he just said, we're going to the NWA main event. That was an, another show that came on right after this. I, I, I'm guessing that week maybe main event aired in, in the next hour. I, I really don't I know. Suck. Why? But there is NWA main event. Right. That's another show. But it's it's generally nothing like majors happening on it. The worldwide is still going on during this time too. Yeah, like there there's that one hour show that happens weekly as well. So there's still there's still other shows going on, but I mean Saturday night is still your main show where most of the action happens. Right. Most of the angle, most of the angles, but Harper's confused. I'm confused because this is, it's like, why are we leaving to another wrestling show when this one's, you know, just fucking make it all one. (laughs) Harper's upset. Uh, All right, Harper, let me give you some advice. Just what? Tonight. Just take your headset off. Go do your business without the headset on, all right? All right. What? Don't do what Silva said you're going to do. Stick, Don't stick the microphone inside of nothing. Just put your headset in a safe spot. Do I need to get you a Samsonite carrying case for that headset so that it doesn't get damaged? Do we need a Western Union you the money for the headphones? Because it's the fastest way to send money. I know. <laughs> fuck, fuck. Fuck PayPal. When EF Hutton talks, people listen. Yeah. Do people still Western Union money? 
They still got it at uh, Walmart, don't they have it? Oh, yeah, they still got Western I, Unions. I, I hate to ask it. I'm ignorant because I, I send via PayPal. Like if I right, but like if you, I know here, like at the Win Dixie, which is you know a grocery store, they got a Western Union in there, and I think there's one at Walmart. Man, I don't know. You know we could wire money, which I don't. I mean, it's like PayPal, right? <laughs> it's like a dinosaur version of PayPal. It, yeah, it is. That's what it is, right? Basically. Yeah, it's PayPal when there wasn't no internet. Yeah. Which is tremendous when you think about it. People actually used to physically go to Western Union and were like, Bang, I got to send, send uh, Mike Mills $200. Right. And he's in three states over. So I'm going to send it to him. And then he goes to the Western Union where he's at and picks up the cash. Yeah. Wow. Unreal. That, that that used to be a thing. Well, it still is a thing. You know what I mean. Yeah. Now we got PayPal. We we press a button and it's done. Mm-hmm. The world of the internet. Harper, I'm sorry. Doc, your thoughts on the Luger-Hayes segment? And, I thought and it was a it good ended. segment, man, because the thing of it is is that the th- most people forget how tall Michael Hayes was. So he's looking up a little bit at Luger. But he, he matches up well, and, you know, they needed to get physical there because Luger's got to – I mean, Hayes has to prove himself that he, he could go with Luger. So I thought this was well done. I enjoyed it. I liked it. I always liked the old days when they would go off air brawling. Yep, because it made you want to watch next week to find out what the yeah. fuck happened. Yeah, when you're a kid, you're like, holy crap, they're brawling. I got to watch next week to see if yeah. it got resolved. Or what happened after the fact. And, I mean, sometimes they showed it, other times they didn't. But it was, was one of those things. So, I always liked that when they when they would do that. So, but that's that's how the show ends, man. And, yeah, that was a wrap. So, before we hand out the Rolex and we rate this thing, we need to take care of some business. First off, do like our friend did on Twitter. And that got the spotlight this week. And use our Amazon referral link. It's tinyurl.com slash Amazon. Great way to support the show without spending anything extra. If you're already spending money on Amazon, you can use that link and the show gets some kickback in return. Again, it's tinyurl.com slash Amazon. Give that link to wives, girlfriends, boyfriends, whatever you have in your life, family members. And do like our wonderful... Uh, patron did this week actually put that into the browser and tell them to use it there you go tinyurl.com slash btt amazon actually you put it in the browser for them tinyurl.com slash btt amazon thank you very much okay so we need to rate it hand out rolex uh, let's uh, let's rate it first this week doc what are you rating it? 43 minutes world championship defense against us Good contender, lots of lots more promos, poppable moments. I'm gonna say A minus. Yeah. What you giving it off? I give it a solid A. I mean, it's forty. It's forty-five minutes. Bruh, this stuff got an A minus just for the fact that it was forty-five minutes. Yeah. So, given a decent episode of wrestling and some smack talking. And Missy Hyatt, Pop, and Sullivan, mm. I'm going with an A, and I'm going to give my Rolex to Missy Hyatt for that just tattooing Sullivan across I'll... the face. 
Oh, messy. Hmm. Messy. Hmm. Mm. Who are you giving your Rolex to, Doc? Well, I'm gonna let Harper finish over there thinking about Missy. Hold Just, on, hold on, hold on. You, you're gonna fuck up my concentration. Sorry. <laughs> He's got his hand on it. <laughs> That's gross, Michael. Reach down between my legs. Legs and ease the seat back. What's that from, Mike? That was my favorite song as a kid. Yeah. I don't know. What is it from? Tell me. I was hoping Harper could sing us a joint of it. Panama. 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 I don't know what that is. Panama. Uh oh. Uh, 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 uh. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> Good job on the woo. Yeah. Woo, what are, what are we singing here? Panama. Who sings it? Van Halen. Dangerous Toy. Bang Tango. Yeah. <laughs> it's an old Van Halen song. That's nice. This is how much I care. Jesus. 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 <laughs> somebody somebody sent me an email a couple weeks back. I, I don't we were y'all were talking about some kind of song or some group. I I don't remember. And cut, somebody cut a promo on me. You worthless piece of shit. You don't know any of the songs Doc and Harper sing. What the hell's wrong with you? Oh, okay. <laughs> sure thing, pal. I'm just saying. I mean, cut a promo. Call me a worthless piece of shit. Because y'all were singing some song and I was like, Sounds like Harper and I need to do a show with this person since you're doing shows with listeners these days. Yeah. I'm doing shows with friends on Friday nights because Harper's busy. And by the way, these live streams came out of this quarantine that we're in. So uh, the patrons enjoyed them when we were doing them. So I was just like, all right, well, every now and then you spring one up and you do one. And the patrons love it. So you can bite me, both of you. Because Lord yeah. knows if I said, hey, let's do a, dry, a live stream on Friday. Yeah, why do we have the... another show? Oh, we did one. Right. Yeah. So there you go. I'm giving the people what they want. We got a pay-per-view and... coming up, Mike. Yeah, we do. Well, three weeks away, maybe something like that. Yeah, backlash or something, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the NWA. All right, Doc, you're stalling. What do you rate Sorry. this thing? Um, I'm not rating it, you know, Rolex. Yeah. I'm telling you, I popped my ass off. It's it's going to Dick Murdoch for taking his teeth out to fight. <laughs> he took his teeth out, he took his watch off, and he said, I'm coming up there. Well, you know, the, the best, we didn't talk about it when it happened. He took the teeth out, and he's got that white satin jacket. Was that a satin yeah. jacket, Harper? Yeah. So he takes. He's got the white satin jacket on, the old button up with the with the cloth, you know, uh, yeah. trim around it. And the funny part was, I mean, I've never had false teeth, but I think with false teeth, you usually put them in like a container or something. Yeah, Dickie Murdoch is such. That's a container. He put them some bitches in his pocket and gave the jacket to Jr. Here, hold my jacket to TJR. You know, yeah, my dog. 
ate my dad's false teeth once when I was a kid. What? Yeah, he had it like sitting on a nightstand, and a dog <laughs> fucking came into the fucking bedroom. You know, you can imagine what the fucking teeth smell like. The dog just say, <laughs> and he and he fucking ate my dad's teeth. Mike, are you alright? The part that popped me was Homer said the dog ate his dad's false teeth, but then he followed up with the next line was Lord knows what the teeth smell like. I guess. Yeah, I'm a fucking mad with what fucking teeth what, smell okay. like. That's what I wanted to know is what did these teeth smell like? I guess they smell like what you know, like that fucking a shit smell that fucking that dog would love. Like maybe morning breath and yeah, right. And it was like hey. bandits, right? And he got my dad's teeth. Okay, so he he ate them. He consumed them. Uh, I remember chewing the fuck out of them. And of course, my dad had to go get new teeth. Did did he poop out any teeth? No. He just kind of chewed them up. (laughs) Did the dog live? Yeah. So Papa Hopper didn't kill a dog for destroying his teeth, which I'm assuming weren't cheap. No. Okay. What kind of dog was it, Hopper? Uh, that was Bo. He was an Australian Shepherd. <laughs> Those are good dogs. Yeah. Dude, he, rolled up, he rolled up to that coffee table in the living room. Smelled <laughs> them funky ass teeth. You're like, mm. <laughs> chewed it's, them up. It's not a it's not a dog's ass, but I'll eat it. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's nasty ass shit yeah <laughs> bro dogs will chew on damn near anything yeah they don't give a fuck dogs oh are my. some nasty ass filthy animals love them though uh, that's what's funny can you hear people say oh bro the inside of a dog's mouth is 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 clean yeah uh, okay yeah, bullshit <laughs> whatever not the ones that chewed on Papa Hopper's teeth. No. <laughs> All right. Hopper, we never got your Rolex as we got sidetracked. Uh, I'm going to give it to Missy for, for being a, a very attractive young woman. Mm. Popping Kevin Sullivan, a good one. Mm. All right. So before we get out of here, if you want to hear sound bites like we played earlier in the show on the live streams of the world-class shows or the ECW shows or in Clash of the Champions or the pay-per-views that we do. We got one coming up. We did a clash not that long ago. We got a pay-per-view coming up, which is going to be Flair and Steamboat 3. Go to tinyurl.com slash BTT. It's a great way to support this show. You get tons of extra content. Over 200-plus Patreon-exclusive episodes are there at tinyurl.com slash BTT. Help us keep the lights on when it comes to this show. Again, it's tinyurl.com slash BTT. Help us buy Hopper a headset because we know in another year or so, he's going to be um, munching on some bunghole and he'll break another headset. Um, you know, there's that. So tinyurl.com 
slash Patreon BTT. Doc, you got anything else before we uh, hit the go-home queue and get out of here? I, you know, once again, a shining example of why you stay with us till the end. Um, <laughs> I, I, I really don't know what to say. I've got a mental picture of <laughs> Harper's dad coming back in the room looking confused, like, what the fuck are my teeth? <laughs> yeah, where the fuck are my teeth at? And then Doris, Doris, have you seen my goddamn teeth? Did he go something like that? Uh, no. You sound like. How uh, old were you? Oh, this. Uh, I think I was in high school. So he was old enough to know what was going on. Yeah. So you had long oh, hair. Man. No, I never had long hair. Uh uh-uh. uh. Mm. Never. I can't get over this story. This is this Just, is this is enough. This is the dog sniffing it. Ooh, this smells like <laughs> this ass. smells like something I should put in my mouth. <laughs> oh, gross! Cause you know, man, human beings. I mean, we eat stuff. You get to yeah. the end of the day, and you brushing them teeth and oh you flossing Ugh. that shit thanks mm. that dog was like yahtzee they got some chicken mm. from lunch stuck in mm. this tooth oh it smells like ass and booty and I'm like <laughs> into it <laughs> god <laughs> I'm, look, I feel like you need to let us go so we can go brush our teeth yeah. I totally agree. All right. Check out our Vantage Point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast with Joe Marotti and Michael Quinn. The northern version of BTT. Slightly classier, but a little bit more professional, but still fun nonetheless. And check out the ECW Livecast on our Patreon side of things. But Mike and JV also do a show on the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin called the Bottom Line Cast on their free feed. So check them out. Check out OVP as well. And with all that said, it's time for us to get out of here. I'm going to throw it to Hopper to hit the tagline and say goodnight. Book it, bitch. Oh.